two things. Number one, the liquor store that we both now frequent. That lady that works there is real nice. I haven't seen a lady. Oh, there's a nice lady there. They have 12 packs of Miller High Life Light, and the tapes are tops are taped up with clear tape. Really? And I was like, why? what happened to all their cases of beer? Why would they be taped like that? And then I bought one. I was like, oh, they cut a 24-pack in half just and taped, taped it. it. <laughs> what? That's weird. So you had to pull, like, shipping tape or masking tape like the it? Yeah, like shipping tape. Clear. Weird. Strong. Clear. Can they do that? I am going to say, I don't think you can. Yeah. Number two. I was at work on yeah. Saturday. I work in a kitchen. I... Like, moved everything out of the kitchen to sweep and mop, and I went to the bathroom, I think. When I came back, I go, oh, oh, snake, what are you doing there? There's a snake right over by the the flat top, hanging out where the rubber thing was, the rubber mat was. And I said, Mr. Snake, you can't be in here. And he just sat there. And I stared at him for a minute, and I was like, well, I gotta get him out. So I went and got a, like, a, a pitcher, you know, for liquids, and I got a plastic set of tongs, because I don't want to hurt him. But I also wasn't really willing to pick him up. I know that, like, his bite wouldn't hurt, mm-hmm. but I'm not willing to get bitten. Was it just like a garden snake? Yeah. Yeah, it probably wouldn't even bite you. Just I gum you. I, I just didn't want to get involved with that. So I, like, tried to pick him up with the tongs, and, like, I got him, but then he started violently whipping around, and, like, I'm trying to get him into the pitcher, and he shakes himself loose. Oh, jeez. And he went under the oven, and I said, I guess you're Francois's problem now. <laughs> See you later, snake. You tried. Well, I'm Jason. And I'm Jules. And we, we doing filmographies. We got any information about this movie? Well, first off, it's called Cleopatra's Second Husband. There wasn't a tremendous amount of information about it. It's like a cuckold thing, right? Cleopatra's Second Husband? Is I don't that- know. What is that in reference to? Does she I- have a... I don't even know if she's named Cleopatra. No, I assumed like he's the second husband of Rada Mitchell, the intellectual, not strong one that she's also sleeping with, the housekeeper. Fuck if I know. I think that would have been a nice little button on that. But in 1998 is when this was made, went through the uh, festival circuit, got a limited release in early 2000, and then was uh, wide released in October of 2000. Again, no idea what the budget is. Worldwide gross, which is US and Canada, uh, $175,000. More than you'd think. Maybe. I mean... This is a bad movie. I had never heard of this movie. No. Why would you have? Well, because it's actually kind of interesting. (laughs) I mean, maybe a little bit. It, Uh, It felt a little bit like The Johnsons, where... It's an unconventional, abusive sexual relationship, but only, I guess, slightly sexual. He's, he's talking about the strange thing about the Johnsons, the yeah. 28-minute RE They remember, Astor they've listened short. to the shorts episode yeah. and loved it. Okay. They wrote us high praise. Thank you for all of those emails. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking out the one ads for and, and just promoting us. You know the director had like a hit before this. What is it? Better love, better living through circuitry. Is that the name of it? Is oh, it is a that documentary a- about raves? I'm only interested in something that's so strange right now that none of us quite get it. And he said, "Oh, okay, you want the acid stuff?" I said, "Yes, the acid." You know, it, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. And it, people loved it. I'd never heard of it. It's supposed to have really good music in it, and this is the feature that they made after it. Because they did two Nine Inch Nails videos for Gave Up and Happiness and Slavery. Oh. And then they did a little short feature, or a little short documentary about, I guess, the making of uh, the slavery one. I like Happiness and Slavery. They also did a music video for Danzig's It's Coming Down. <laughs> I mean, that's a peak Danzig was like, what, 85 or something? I guess. And then 
The last two credits on their directorial filmography is for the documentaries Bomb It and Bomb It 2. Graffiti. Which I don't think I've seen. No. I've seen a lot of graffiti documentaries, but that ain't one of them. Uh, and then really all I have uh, uh, is the cast. Uh, well, the writer-director's name was John Reese. So, you know, we got Paul Hip, who plays uh, Robert Mars. He was most recently on an episode of, or two, uh, two or three episodes of The Connors. Okay. I watched that. Uh, I'm not caught up on it. I like that show a lot. He was on an episode of The Equalizer. Lethal Weapon 3. The original Equalizer or the Queen Latifah one? The original, the TV show. Okay. Well, so before Queen Latifah, the Equalizer was uh, Denzel Washington. Right. Right? But prior to that, it who, was a who TV played? Show. It was a British guy who played him in the TV show. I don't remember. He was also he also played Jesus, I'm assuming, in the original Bad Lieutenant. Probably a Jesus. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, He's, I'd like to think it was Jesus. Okay. Well, he was in, uh, he was discovered by Abel Ferrara, oh. who did Bad Lieutenant and China Girl is his first movie. Yep. yep. The, he feels like a real Don McKellar type. He does, very much so. I've also seen Bad Channels. You ever seen Bad Channels? Uh, Fishbone. <laughs> plays music in it oh, but it's like there's an alien invasion it's a it's a it's a full moon movie full oh. moon video it's super cheesy and terrible i loved it i watched a lot of times as a teenager he also kind of feels like a keith gordon type shave off that dreadful stuff a little bit maybe keith gordon all grown up moderately grown up he yeah. was in a, he was in like three or four abel ferraras he was the brother in waking the dead is the thing that stuck out to me the scorsese waking the dead the billy crudup keith gordon film Oh, he's the brother. He's the brother. Oh, fuck me. How did I not put that together? The drug addict shithead yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. I texted you that. Oh, did you? I think so. I must have ignored it like I do all of your texts. That's pretty much how things go for me. I said, I was Jason Knapp, swipe whatever direction. And now he's rocking Bosch Legacy. He sounded like he was a funny guy in the middle. Hmm. I don't watch the middle. Something about the middle bothers me. Yeah. Um, but I guess he plays a Reverend Tim Tom, like a reverend on there. I feel like he's a reverend with a guitar. Oh. And I find that amusing. I would almost want to watch that for him. Interesting. And then there's Biddy Shram. Biddy Shram. Now I'm familiar with her. Are you familiar with her from Monk? Absolutely. That's where I know her from, too. What was her name on there? Oh, fuck. Come on. Sharona. 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 Yeah. And then they replaced her with that other gal, and that was... Trailer Howard, who's hot as fuck. Now, do you know the story? You have a spider on you. Where? It's on your chest. There you go. Yeah, you got to tell people where it is, dude. You can't just say you have a spider on I was like, you got a spider on <laughs> Oh, now I got the creeps going. Yeah. Do you know the story about the Sharona thing? Was it just that she wasn't getting enough money? Yeah, she wanted more money, but they said she's replaceable. And they replaced her and then went on for another four seasons? I always assumed they replaced her because she wasn't good looking enough. Because they replaced her with Trailer Howard, who's just a knockout. And a drip of a personality. You don't like her? No, Biddy Shram is like a little Jersey firecracker. She's a cute lady. I feel bad for stating it like that, but I, I, that's what I had thought had happened. I mean, she's she's got very um, specific facial features. She's a bit obnoxious in Monk, though, too. Insufferable at times. But yeah. It, it works in the context of that show. But also, she was the one that cried in baseball. Oh, because you know, there is no own. crying in baseball? There is none. Yeah. But she did it. One of the famous lines. And uh, we also have uh, Boyd Kestner. Is this Zach? This is Zach. He was in The Running Man, Hannibal. Uh, you probably know him from The Divine Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. <laughs> I think that's a Robert Longstreet movie. I feel like he's the poor man's mix between Joaquin Phoenix and Chris Pine. Early he... on when he's in his face, when he's talking about Rada. It's a real Joaquin moment. But then throughout the rest of the movie, it's a real Chris Pine 
interesting. I saw a current picture of him, and I thought he looked pretty good. Hmm. I don't like his look at all in this movie. I don't... He also kind of reminds me of Dexter. He doesn't have a lot of charisma. I don't I don't like this guy. No. It, well, and I, and I think you're supposed to hate his tattoo. I, yeah. I think you're supposed to think he's a dreamy hunk, though, right? And I think he's kind of gross. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. He also reminds me of the dickhead from the first Fast and the Furious, who didn't take a shining to Vin Paul Diesel. Walken. Paul Walken, Christopher Walken's nephew. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. God, he's he's a bit of an idiot. I don't remember the guy's name, but... I like the tuna here. Bullshit, asshole. No one likes a tuna here. And then, I just put this in here. I didn't realize Alexis Arquette was in. Yeah. Before they transitioned. No. Isn't it? No. Oh, they're the dinner party. Yes. Of course. I completely flaked on that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were, because their name is Alex, I thought they were in the original dinner party. Because I was like, man, I don't remember them being in here. But yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So 98, she's transitioning. Well, I guess. I guess she's in The Wedding Singer. Yeah, but she's more of a boy George in there than, than a, a trans woman. And that fucking piece of shit jump in the boneyard with Tim Roth. I wonder when that was. That might be like 94 or something like that. And they're not they died. transitioned by then. Yeah, I know. Weren't they also in Last Exit to Brooklyn? Aren't they the... Possibly. They were in Pulp Fiction. And, yeah. And and Bride of Chucky. But that's all... Interesting. Well, Pulp Fiction... Yeah, that, I mean, they probably were... I don't remember them from Pulp Fiction, so I don't know. They're, they're the one, That's the person that shoots the... Unloads the gun on, on them, and they don't hit them at all at the apartment. Oh! Yeah. Oh, yeah, interesting. So still pre-transition. Yeah, interesting. And of course, they're in, in Arquette. Yeah, but yes, died like four or five years ago. 2016. 2016. I to, to say how I remember it said that she was surrounded by loved ones. Like I the family see, was there. I didn't see maybe cancer. Could be know. if you're surrounded by loved ones. Usually, it's like people know it's coming. She mm-hmm. was also on. I think she was. She might have been on Celebrity Rehab with Doctor Drew. She was on some reality show that That's I watched. Interesting. Gosh, I didn't realize that was them in Pulp Fiction. But now that you mention it, yeah, I mean that face is hard yeah. to mistake. She looks good. Yeah, I think she's cute. Oh yeah, yeah. Better than the person they're with. Yeah, there. That full, one full I felt body. was a little bit maybe more played as a gag. Yeah. Well, it's hard to say. Do you think that? they were supposed to be a trans person or or a, i'm air quoting here transvestite right i don't based I mean, on the other person i think that was maybe the that could be the thing was this a, a comedy <laughs> uh yeah i think it must be i it's not particularly funny it's not and it's not particularly subversive either should we do the synopsis so we can i was just gonna the, say yeah. yeah let's let's rock that out because I, I think when i read the synopsis going in i'm like i don't know what that means yeah, where is the fucking synopsis? It's not... They got it on the IMDb. I, oh, here it is. Robert is an art photographer who is totally controlled by his wife, Hallie. When they go on vacation in New York, they leave their house to their friends, Zach and Sophie. When they return, they find their house is a total mess, but Zach and Sophie ask to stay a little longer, and they agree. That's not true at all. They're not their friends. They're friends of friends. No, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and when they get back, I mean, the house is fine. It's well, the fish are dead. Yeah. It becomes a fucking total mess. That's not for a long time, though. No, nah, that's not for a long time. Yeah, they're not friends either. Because in the beginning, so it starts, they live in a pretty nice house in, in, I'm assuming, Los Angeles or some suburb. 
you guys should check out the trailer for this because did you ever watch the trailer uh-huh. i was drunk one night i think it was after i watched high art with jen and i was like why should i just play the trailer for this movie it's really bad the sound is mastered horribly which uh-huh. it is in the actual movie itself yeah but like the way they cut the trailer together it's like windows with black background it's like fucking windows movie maker bullshit it's weird. really terrible oh that's weird but go ahead and continue well yeah so it starts off what is his name the something car robert robert Mars. Uh, him and his wife, Hallie, who's played by Biddy Shram, they're getting ready for a, uh, a dinner party. And we kind of see him just sort of aloof right away. Just kind of. He's there. checked out of like everything. Absolutely. He, we also come to learn that he's like not necessarily a hypochondriac, but he does take a lot of herbal supplements and tinctures. Doesn't he have problems with the stomach? Probably, probably from taking all of the vitamins. If mm. you're taking 25 vitamins a day, yeah, probably not good for the guts. And also his wife, Hallie, she is trying to become inseminated. And they're on like a real rigid plan of attack. But I think they're only doing it once a month. They're having sex once a month. Yeah. yeah. Not like, hey, when I'm ovulating, just keep dumping loads. Which it's you get one. Yeah. And she's like, don't touch my boobs. This isn't sexual. This Just get it in and, and rock it. Terrible. So yeah, they have the dinner party. Out. It's nice. You know, nobody there is really like unbearable or, or anything. Um, but he goes inside to do the dishes and she's like, why aren't you hanging out? And he's like, well, for one, I, I can't go to bed with a sink full of dishes. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, like that. And two, they're boring. She's like, well, they're your friends. And he's like, no. I don't have friends. And so we learned that they're going on a trip to New York for a vacation, upstate, I think. And they're going to put the dog in a boarding house for the, I don't know, a week or two they're there? A month? Are they really supposed to be gone that long? I feel like they said a month. God, what would that be like going on a month-long vacation? Probably not as great as you would think. It would no, be weird. It would be. We don't know what she does, if anything. <sighs> yeah, he seems to be doing just fine in the money department yeah he's a photographer that that's his job but we come to learn learn later that he actually wasn't had inherited a little money and um what do you call that invested smartly that's why he has the house and you have a spider on you have a spider oh, on. Shit. <laughs> did i get it uh, that's the first time i've ever been in that situation or I've had to tell someone they have a spider on them. I feel like that shit happens like all the time in TV and movies. They're like, you got a spider on you. So uh, they're like, well, look, why don't you just get a house sitter instead of putting the dog in the dog jail? And they're like, well, we don't know anybody. And they're like, well, we got a guy named Zach. He's perfect. Is he even a friend of a friend then? That's Is what he I'm just wondering. just like a professional house sitter? Like when he gets there, I'm like, how did he act around them that he's their friend? That they would recommend him? That they had good experience with him being in their house. Well, I think that Rada and him are pleasant before they go on the trip. I mean, there's a little weirdness to them, but yeah. So they go on their vacation, and you know, Hall- Hallie is a little bit of a fucking taskmaster. Robert, stop it. You know it's not time. We can go without wasting perfectly good sperm. I don't, I, I, I don't want to uh, cast dispersions upon her, because I understand that some people really want to have children. And when it's not working, you know, it, it's a thing. And they, and people really do shit like this, I guess. I, I don't understand it. Just have sex all the time. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea of the one time to, like, build up the potency, mm-hmm. you know? But, but still, like, people become pregnant all the time in their off-season of yeah. ovulation. So they go on their trip. Zach and Sophie are there, Rada Mitchell. And she's actually Australian in this. Did you catch that? 
I don't remember now. When Robert is looking for his pills and he pulls the drawer out and shit falls on the ground and Hallie brings them down to do the tour and she goes, oh, Robert, just leave that. This is Zach and Sophie. Or I, I think she says that Rhonda Mitchell says her name. I'm sorry. Sophie. Right, Zach and Sophie are here. I'm sorry. I'm Sophie. Sophie. Right. It's me, Sophie. Sophie. And then later on, she even says, like, your Australian girlfriend or whatever. She doesn't talk much in this, though, does she, Rada? Not really. A little bit. She's not really even in it, to be honest. Right. So they go on their vacation. He's taking pictures of Roadkill. And he gets a call, like, I gotta go hand-deliver these pictures. I, ca- I can't believe you're ruining our vacation for this. Who cares about contract? It's just another stupid photo mag. You've had your pictures in plenty of them, and they don't lead to anything. It's contact. I don't really care. I don't give a flying fuck. Isn't that is the, the roadkill thing? I feel like that's the most engaged you see in almost the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking pictures of maggots and rotting flesh. That didn't look real at all. Those weren't maggots. Those were no, like they were fucking like grubs, <laughs> they worms. Were yeah, they're only noodles, Michael. So she's pissed. Hallie's pissed. I'm ovulating. They so they do have sex. Yeah, she's in bed. He comes in and he starts kissing her and rubbing her breasts, and she's just like, just do it that's so not cool dude. that's like the one thing you don't want to hear oh good my my dick is now soft thank yeah. you so much <laughs> you just shut everything down with your rudeness yeah it's like i understand i don't understand because even though yes now is the time and we have to do it erotic investment i think also speaks volume to the amount of semen you're going to get out of a person <laughs> yeah 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 right yeah, yeah. like i've you know, been alone and and had instances where it's like I'm just doing this because I'm I need to go to sleep or whatever. And there are other times where I'm like, hey, I'm living this fantasy and I'm painting the walls, <laughs> right? And you can feel free to edit that out if you want. No, let's keep it, man. <laughs> and so yeah, he just pumps and dumps and he's like, all right, well, I'm gonna go. And she's like, give me a yogurt. God, speaks such volumes of the relationship that like he's having sex once a month. She won't even let him enjoy it. Yeah. And who knows how long they've been on the schedule? I imagine for like a year. Because she said six months. Yeah. So she's like, fuck, I'll just go. The trip's already ruined. I'm going to be ovulating again. You're going to be gone. Let's just leave. If I mean, if they were going to be gone for a long time on this trip, it seems completely feasible. He could fly there and fly back within a 24-hour period. He said it would just be three days. So, yeah, I mean, and again, like, doesn't seem like they're doing anything else. I'm not staying in this musty house. It's like, well, why did you get a fucking barn upstate? Yeah. You know? So they take the limo back, and they fly back, and they're in the house, and Zach and Sophie are like, well, first off, your fish died. Sorry about that. He's like, well, why didn't you call me? Maybe I could have saved the ones that were left. Yeah, if you told me the first one died, maybe I could have... He's like, my bad, bro. I mean, I didn't want to ruin your vacation. I didn't, I'd never done this. I don't he's know. He's really into those fish. We never did figure out what killed the fish. I mean, it's clearly mm-hmm. Zach's fault, but like, what happened? You think so? Or, yeah. yeah. I bet he's just, but I guess I don't know how long the fish can live without food, but if they were only gone maybe a couple days. Man, we, there's no timeline on this entire yeah. fucking movie. So they're like, and, and also we didn't expect you to be back. Uh, so we don't have a place to, to live. Because I think they came from, I think they said earlier. But his credit's bad. He's like, shut up. Talk about my credit. It's a computer thing, woman. And then they're like, can we just maybe stay here for a couple of days till we figure it out? And why, why don't you guys have any money if you're like professional couch surfers? Mm-hmm. That, and, be, that means you don't have to pay rent and people are paying you money. Yeah. And probably feeding you. Right. I think generally people are like, whatever is here, you can eat in the fridge. Uh, yeah. 
and and he goes, "Why didn't you tell me about the fish one more time?" <laughs> and and they're like, "All right, fine." And so he goes out to stew. I'm so itchy after that spider thing. Like I'm just constantly <laughs> itching myself every time. Yeah, anytime I see a bug like run across the floor, like one of them multi leg, you know, dealies. I'm just sitting there the whole night. All bugs have multiple gotta, legs, <laughs> but, but the multiple legs. You mean like uh, the mini legs, mini mini legged uh, centipede friends? Mm-hmm. They're like attracted to water or pipes or something. I'm, I gotta get my crucifix out. No, you pick them up and you put them in your mouth, show them who's boss, and you swallow them. My cat eats them. Oh, actually, they don't just palm and bump them around? No, no, she eats them. And then she, like, licks the legs out of her paws because she traps it first and then eats it. It's disturbing. I like that, though. I These animals. Yeah, good for her, man. Cooper used to freak out if there was a spider on the wall. He'd be like, spider, and he'd go over there, and he would sometimes knock them down or sometimes just stare at them. And I thought he was going to eat them, but he never did. Yeah. So now they're living there. and. He hears them bumping and grinding one night. Hallie's just out cold. So he gets up to go get a tincture. And coming back, he, like a creep, like a real Billy up, starts spying through the door. And dude's just railing on her. And he looks right at him. Yeah, you like this rail action? It's a little uncomfortable. There, she's Rada's in his chair at the at the breakfast nook, and you could tell like Zach's like aggressive. I think we even see them fucking once when they're gone. For some reason, it cuts to them just fucking. And he's holding her up against the wall and banging her. So already you can kind of see that they're both kind of playing a game with them. He takes things that uh, Robert said in slight confidence and throws it at Hallie and then goes a step too far. Mentioning how, oh yeah, you know, you guys are trying to get pregnant. Robert doesn't like only having sex once a month, bitch. <laughs> he he said he said that to you. But you say a bitch though. Hmm? You should be shamed. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's your husband. And dude's a stud. <laughs> Paul Hip. <laughs> and, and he's not he's not bad looking. I don't think stud's the right word, but he's no a, no no. He's he's just a guy. Yeah, he's a real like a Jerry Seinfeld. You know. So he walks in on Rada once in the bathroom, and we don't see titties. No? Did, you, did you notice that? Like her back's to us? Yeah. We see her from the collarbone up, uh-huh. from the front, and then from the back. And she's drying off, but she's not really like freaked or covering herself. No. And he's fucking window shopping wholesale. <laughs> Sorry, I walked in on you. Oh, look at oh, I should probably let you dress. And she's like, ah, it's no big deal. Man. What? <sighs> I don't know. I, I mean, first of all, we would not have house guests in this house like that. Um, Strangers. I don't know how strong I would be <laughs> with the old uh, somebody's enticing you to stay in the bathroom with them while they're drying off. Well, I think I think I think Rada would get me. The thing is, is she's not necessarily enticing him. She's being coy and cute. Yeah. But he's the one who's like, normally you walk in. Oh, sorry. I'm really sorry. And you leave. I was in the pool. He's just there. And then he starts looking her up and down. And he's like, well, I guess I should let you get dressed. So he's already in. So he's developing photos one night and she comes in on him. Oh, what are you doing? That was rude that I said enticing. She's not. I mean, she will be mm-hmm. in a little bit. I mean, but- it, yeah, she's giving him the eye, but she isn't fatal attractioning him or anything, yeah. you know. And and so, she, but, but when he's uh, developing photos, she walks in, gets right up next to him and is just rubbing on him. Yeah. Like rubbing her breast on his <sighs> back. And he's totally into it. I mean, it's the most action he's had in six months. And it's Rada Mitchell. Yeah. And so, yeah, they start making out and boning. That's pretty rad. It is pretty rad. Wait, is this when he eats her pussy? Does he do that? Is that later? Mm -hmm. There is a moment where they're kissing and he starts to go down. 
and she fucking shoves his head down. She puts oh, her man, hand I on top of his head and shoves it down. I took a screenshot of it. Good. It's it's about one of the hottest things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, because I only remember that maybe it's it is this first time because I was also working on my notes while I was doing this. So I may have missed that. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to watch this movie over again. Are you really gonna spend our? Two, did you did you do a standard nope. definition or high definition? I went. I splurged. Did you really? I specifically spent a dollar ninety nine on it. I was like, it's not like this is going to look any better, but no, I really didn't think it would either. That's yeah, why I it. didn't want to. It's two bucks, three bucks, you know. So it, they they continue to fuck pretty much, and one night Hallie walks in on them banging, and he's got nipple clamps on. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh my god! And he goes to Rada, who's. He's still inside of. He goes. Maybe you should go. Would you have finished? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's already over, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're and, not even into it anyway. She's it, unpleasant. Well, and she's screaming at him before he's even in the room. In fact, she goes. I'm gonna ovulate any day now. Are you coming up or what? So he comes up and he's like, I mean, I don't know. You know. You're not nice to me. Yeah, and she's like, Well, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Where are you going? Well, you can't retire a car. It's going to be your fault. And so she leaves. And immediately thereafter, he runs into Zach and he goes, there's a thing going on between me and Sophie. And Zach immediately fucking is in his face. What the fuck are you talking about? Huh? <laughs> You're good at that. Yeah. And he goes, what's the matter? Can't talk? <laughs> Ah, uh, bro, I'm just fucking with ya. I don't give a fuck. You know what? You've been so generous. I might get stingy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting response to that, it's man. It's very weird. That's like really enlightened. But you know what? He does give a fuck a little bit, right? Doesn't that kind of inform this whole thing? Or does that not even factor into this situation? You know, it's impossible for me to get a read on this because it continues. So, yeah, they're in bed together. We see them at one point. And Zach just storms in and rapes Robert. See, I I didn't notice this in the movie. Okay. I somehow missed that completely. I it's read not it a few things. Graphic. It's not Does he just like get in the bed with him or what? Yeah, he's like, Oh, we're sharing, we're sharing or something and he gets in and, and Rada's like, Fuck you, Zach and she storms out and we see Robert kind of from the neck up with his head like sideways on the pillow and <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, wow. in and out. He doesn't seem to be like he's not weeping or screaming or it's so interesting. Then, they also switched bedrooms. The Zach oh, and that's Rada right. Mitchell bully him into giving him the well, bedroom. She does. She comes in on a cutie pie like it's just that if we're gonna stay, we're kind of cramped. And if that's not okay, that that's fine. It's your house and everything. It's just um, no, um, no, uh, no, it's okay. Move my stuff out later. And they're getting him to drink wine, which he doesn't do. Zach is smoking at the table, which he told him not to do. Zach's now in his chair. It's really weird. And Rada leaves. She leaves after the rape. Yeah. And and, and Zach's like, do you want me to leave? No, he doesn't even say that. No. He's just like, she's gone good riddance, man. And it becomes this bro house. Yeah. And what? uh, It's weird that we never see Rada again. Do you find that weird? Very weird. Like, 
I don't know. It seems like she should show up at some point. Yeah, she's just gone. I, I wasn't what? sure what the context would be. Like, maybe she would come looking for him. When he got the first message later from Biddy, I thought that was her. Why did she leave him? Why did she? I mean, she left because of the rape, right? But I mean. Well, she left because he was roughhousing. But I don't even know if she's aware of the rape. I guess she just doesn't care about Paul Hip at all. What's his name in this movie? Robert. Where she, doesn't, she just doesn't give a fuck about Robert? I don't know, because they're laying in bed. They seem like they have a little bit of a connection. But a little bit. The fact that she just abandons him and you never hear from her again, it leads me to believe she just doesn't care. I think she she left because she was just like, didn't want to be around Zach being an asshole. But wouldn't she just be like, we gotta get rid of Zach? You would think I like so. you. I'll be your girlfriend. Especially if she is aware of the rape. Yeah. Now we got a problem, right? We got to call the police. I don't or... think we acknowledge male rape in 1998, though. I guess not, man. And and, and he doesn't either. Mm-hmm. They don't ever talk about it. Uh, so now, yeah, it's just a bro house, man. And... Mm-hmm. Which is it's really quite comical. Because like, after she leaves, they cut to it. Who knows how much time has passed, but dishes everywhere. Because it just it's cut horrible. to them playing basketball? Yeah, in the house. Yeah, it kind of seems like they're it's doing all right. It's as fuck. Yeah, there's paint and weird like smears on the wall. Doesn't it seem kind of cool? It does kind of seem like they're having a good time. Like this is what almost Robert like, needs. Yes, it does feel like, except for the fact that he raped him and, and yeah, was, you know, mooching and and then bossing it, him around. It, then it becomes like a a surreal a nonsense movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. I was relatively into this movie about five minutes in because mm-hmm. i saw the trailer and i was like this is gonna be fucking terrible i can't even handle it and then about five minutes in i said oh this is gonna be like an interesting snap shot from the 90s with some interesting characters i thought biddy was gonna sleep with zach it rides the wave to this and it's, it's three like movies what? in one it starts off with like a weird bad marriage movie that suggests like maybe there's gonna be a lot of cheating and then quickly transitions into this middle section where there's like psychological abuse but it doesn't make any sense you would never let him stay there and do this to you no you would call the police at any moment yes you absolutely could so this is like a, a farce a surreal farce it's nonsense it's it's sort of just like this guy's completely rudderless and you could give him a line of heroin and he would just do it <laughs> and you said rudderless so i'll once again say oh yeah the billy crudup movie rudderless like, yeah yeah, so this starts off kind of playful, and it looks... I mean, it looks like they're in their early 20s again. Like it's yeah, a, it's like a real bro house. It's a bro house. That's really the only way to describe He's it. still cooking. Yeah. He's wearing that frilly apron, though. He like, gets in the frilly apron, yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah, he's... He's now, emasculating him constantly. It, yes. Oh, this... Bitch, cook for me. He doesn't say that, but that's maybe the impression. Maybe cookbook, right? He doesn't like his food. And then when he leaves and Robert starts packing at Zach's plate, he comes back in. And you're putting on some weight, too. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. This is where it definitely feels more like a comedy. Because this is all just nonsense. He's like in bed. What's wrong with you, man? I miss Sophie. He's just laying there for a while. Before that, he goes, I miss Sophie. Well, what if I could get her back? Would you be less of a bitch then? He's like, yeah. <laughs> you could do, a, you do that for me? He just hires a prostitute. Yeah, wearing to, a wig. Yeah, and she does the nipple things. And he's into it. Yeah. you know. But it's not Sophie. He her with a check. You know, next time I'd really like to have the tip in cash. But it's not Sophie. No, it's just some... some you know, redhead. And then later he brings home Alexis Arquette and whomever and the other friend. person is. So who um, picked out these chairs? They're really uncomfortable. My wife picked the chairs out. 
he speaks. What else does he do, Zach? And he he's, makes them dinner. Yeah, and he's like, I don't, but I don't want to be involved in this. Right, and Alexis is just like, ugh, <laughs> uh, ugh, you know, and and you can hear Zach kind of defending him in, 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 while he's eating alone in the kitchen. Like, he's just not a people person, you know? I mean, he's he's all right. And, oh, and, and Zach does bring home two ladies one night. Oh, yeah. And they're on the couch, and she's just like, this is weird. And he's like, bro, man, talk to her about money and shit. I brought these home for you to bag. And so then he just takes to his bed, and he's just in the fetal position. He's in his PJs. He's you, not. You never see him working at all. No. He does mention late earlier that he has the house because he made smart investments, but he's not even cleaning up at this point. There's just dishes everywhere and he's not doing anything. And Zach is now using his name to get a second phone line. He's using his name to order food. And I think he wrote the check to the prostitute. In his name. Yeah. He's just checked out and Zach's yelling at him but he's also kind of caring for him he brings yeah. him some i brought you i got you this soup fucking and then this shit's weird one day he's just back to life he zach comes out there's coffee mm-hmm. he does he's not impressed by it but there is coffee i mean this is for a very specific reason that yeah. he's doing well now right so we come down and at first i was like why didn't he just poison the coffee just yeah. be done with it and he's like, oh, it's nice to see you back in the land of the living, buddy. And and he's cooking, and he's, like, blown away. He's like, man, I can't tell you how much I hated eating takeout. And, I mean, he still did it, but mm-hmm. you're really out. You're spoiling me. And, oh, don't worry. And Do you think they fuck at all? I mean, man, I'm wondering, like, I mean, he's in the bed alone, so I'm assuming not. No, yeah. I thought maybe they spooned, but it doesn't appear to be that. Yeah, it's not sexual, right? He's bringing other people over to fuck. How long do you think this has been going on since Betty left? Based on the ending, close to the ending, when she starts calling, I feel like it's been like a month and a half. Yeah. Maybe a month. She goes to Italy and somewhere else, right? I think she just goes to Paris. She doesn't go to Italy? She doesn't go to Italy? I don't know. I know specifically she does go to Paris, because that's what she's talking about, both on the phone messages and at the dinner that they eventually have. Let's say 30 to 45 days. I mean, that's probably an accurate, yeah, timeline. And so, yeah, he's back at it, Jack, and, and one day Zach's reading, and he hears like a buzzsaw, and he goes down like, what do you what are you doing man he's like oh i'm making a an enclosure he even says oh you got to put these on the outside the braces on the outside as well as the inside to really uh, you know keep it secure and he's just doing this project and then we start to see him building this thing in a weird crawl space he's just buttering him up but he's also he he's getting sicker zach's getting sicker Mm -hmm. and he catches him putting some liquid in the soup what the fuck are you doing what are you doing? What are you doing? What? What are you doing there? What's going on? What shit are you putting in my soup? Vitamins to help oh, you because yeah. you're ill. It's like echinacea or whatever. Yeah, stragglers. It's just a nerve. I take it all the time. And now he's just bedridden, just sweating. We see his dumb tattoo on his nipple, and it's obvious what's going on here. And all of a sudden, he starts shitting blood. That's that part fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. I'm 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 a little bit queasy about blood in certain situations and blood coming out of your butthole uh freaks me out a lot. And it was good blood. Yeah. It wasn't just like blood. That's the kind of blood that you get when your blood's trying to clot. He's so first he's like, "Uh uh, and what's wrong, man? I don't know." And he goes to sit down. And he's like, "Don't don't sit down, man. I'm He's in Chris Pine mode here. And he's like, I don't, uh, I think I'm shitting myself, man. Look what you've done to my sheets. And then he 
does this and he goes, it's um, shit and blood, Robert. Oh my God. And Robert comes back like, oh man, because all this time he keeps trying to get him to go to the doctor and really putting forth an effort. So he's poisoning this mm-hmm. guy with something. It's unclear what it is. But it's not good. No, I, I, I thought, oh, maybe his kidneys are shutting down because he's complaining about the lower back pain, but then he's shitting blood. I'm like, I don't know what this is. A made up illness. And so he goes, call your doctor, man. And he goes, okay, I'm going to go do, go do that. And he just puts a, a final dose into some water. He comes back. He's like, he said it's probably best if we just go to the emergency room. Here, drink this. We got to hydrate you. Yep. So he slams it and he's like, oh, man, I don't. Why are you just standing there? And then he just passes out. I think I'm dying. He goes, you're not dying, Zach. You're fine. He cleans him up, uh, duct tapes him to something. I don't know what it is. It's not the mattress. And drags him downstairs because he has been building a confinement chamber. Yeah. Coffin. To put him in. Yeah. The cask of Amontillado? Is that the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that buried in the wall? Too right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's got like a metal, a sheet metal interior, but then there's like a layer of insulation... And then wood. Yeah. And he's like put up a little monitor in there. That's and a, crazy. And a camera and a microphone and lights that he can control and like a water tube. <laughs> yeah, with just enough to keep him alive. Yep. And he's like, don't worry about going to the bathroom. I figured it out so that your body will basically just absorb what little water I'm giving you. And you can live for maybe two weeks without food. So I think you can live about a month. It doesn't appear as if maybe it's two weeks without water. No, you'd fucking die real quick without water. And then, I don't know, but he's not feeding him, I don't think. No. But he is checking in and talking to him. And the dude's like, what the fuck, man? I, you, you know, let me out of here. I won't tell anybody. I won't fucking touch you. How do you feel about this? Um, I didn't realize the rape had happened. Mm-hmm. So that completely... <laughs> Changes my opinion of things. But, but honestly, that doesn't even seem like it factors in. Because even when it's happening, like he's just there. And they don't mention it thereafter. It doesn't appear to occur thereafter. And it really just seems like he doesn't like him because he's a, a bully. I well, I mean, know. the rape would be part of the bullying. I guess. It's all, all just adding up. And he's got pep in his step. He's living his life. At the same time, though, Biddy Shram is leaving him messages like, hey, ciao, Bella. <laughs> Man, I, I don't think you can kill somebody like this. I think this would fuck you up so bad. Watch me. As a person? Yeah. Well, but you're not Robert Mars. Yeah, I I feel like this would haunt you forever. It's weird because he wants to... I, I it's mean, not even fucking shooting somebody in the head and moving on with your life. It's a, a slow torture death. Well, but it... Man, it, it almost seems like he wants him to be alive, though, also. Because he keeps talking to him and and checking in on him and the guy's like at one point like i just need to know what time it is man can you just turn the light off at night and turn it on during the day and his ears are getting yellow and you know his eyes are like super red and eventually he's telling a story about a memory i think when he was camping as a child about stars and shit went camping six or seven Oh, God. 
And Robert turns on the camera one day and he's just there, mm-hmm. you know, you can see his eye fluttering a little bit, but he's supposed to be dead. And Biddy calls at this point, like, why aren't you fucking answering, man? This is BS. And so he picks up the phone and they go to have dinner. I think he leaves him there and they're having dinner and she's telling him about Paris, you know, and he, he even goes like, um, are you seeing anyone? She's like, no, I'm married to you. Right. Yeah. Even though it seems like she left him and he's clearly been having sex with rada i mean she did leave him eventually but she oh the wife yeah yeah she decided to come back i guess i mean yeah. it, it seems like it wasn't a final her, divorce we're done forever no it, it's at this point it seems like her plan was to just leave and go clear her head and, and see how she back. felt right i don't know if she really even intended to come back initially but she wasn't completely done yeah maybe and and the 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 tone of her messages is a little weird too She's like, ah, it's Mona me, you know, and hey, boo, I'm, I'm back from. Well, she's trying to act like nothing happened with the original messages. And then she starts yelling at him like she's his wife. And she even goes, um, I still love you. You know, do you love me? And he goes, what does he go? Sure. <laughs> that's what all, all women want to hear. He's a real that's, Bob's Burger. That's what ever. What? What does that mean? The guy from Bob's Burger. I think his name is Bob. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks like him. Okay. I thought you were going to. Not much of a chin neck differentiation i was gonna say man bob's a real good guy no, <laughs> he cares he about his family a lot this is uh they're not not, at all the, not same. the character right visually just the way he looks. gotcha yeah. he's a real um no i won't go any further than that but she starts to cry you know and he changes the subject oh how's whatever your friend's name is and oh she's told me not to come here you know and then we're back at the house and maybe this is when he's dead well okay so at first it seems like he's dead it is. and then he's officially dead when his head is turned because he even says like um oh you never i had you never guess who i had dinner with like the dude even gives a shit but eventually he's dead and we see robert removing the cabling i think from the camera apparatus and he starts to weep he must not really get rid of the camera apparatus because of what happens at the end with the, the gallery show well I think that is literally him taking pictures. Oh, like not just using the camera. Just left the, the body in there and then actually uses his camera to take the photo. Man, I feel like that box that he's in is the only way to keep the smell in. Sure, but you know the photo is clearly like the the body's rotting and decomposing. Right. So he must. I don't. I don't know what he eventually does with it. But he cleans up the house and, you know, he throws away all the shit and, and then it jumps to the gallery and he's having his showing, which is called Roadkill. And it's funny because people are talking as the camera's pan, panning through and one person's like, this is garbage. And the other person's like, oh, this is great. And another person's like, this is so fucking hack. And another person's like, I love it. And then we get to Biddy, who's pregnant now with a boy who has Robert's nose and it ends. <laughs> And she's back to rambling, and he's, he's the a kept little, man again. He's a little more sociable, but yeah, very much. She's wearing the pants. And, and then we see the photograph of the rotting tattoo. We see the tattoo, which is, yes. And yeah, the rotting flesh thereabouts. <sighs> Imagine if Rada had come. She would have recognized it immediately and been like, you killed Zach? What do you think about this movie? I'm like all sorts about it. You know, like... Like you're, you're being pulled in several different directions? Yeah, immediately... I didn't know where it was going, and I didn't go no. where I thought it was going to go. I started poking around on the internet while I was in the last like 40 minutes of it, and everybody kept implying there's a really disturbing ending, mm-hmm. which I, yeah, I guess. No more disturbing than anything, I guess, that's really happened 
up to this point. But it's it's weird, man. I, like I said, I got some Johnson feels during like the more domestic coupling section. Then I'm like, oh, okay, now it's like a murder thing. This is kind of interesting, I guess. He's uh, got the personality for it, but we're left with nothing. I don't know. I was glad that we were forced to watch it. It felt like a real artifact of a straight to DVD video, straight to video release. Like a weird, and it ended like a weird, almost like a Tales from the Crypt at the end. It's a weird, I don't know, it's weird. Like everything's normal except this grotesque aspect of his life, but. What a strange film. It's unlike anything I've seen. Yeah. But like not good. No, I think some of that may be just the execution. Yeah. I don't think. I don't How know. is this guy like a cool director and like this looks like this and he wrote it are there any special shots in this movie anything where you're like Ooh. it's all flat zach's pretty good you like him I he's mean, a good prick he does play that asshole bro yeah it's alpha male passive aggressive bullshit. it's also a simmering sexuality but it didn't seem like he was like i mean he kind of kept rada mitchell but it didn't seem like he was like necessarily abusive towards her or anything no but she leaves she's down with it yeah 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 she's australian you know <laughs> i was actually pretty bummed out by him slow murdering him oh yeah but now that the rape thing is clear i'm like i mean yeah yeah you can't really come back from that dude you like rape him mm-hmm. and you're just torturing him at his own home yeah it's one thing to rape a guy but then just be like a bad house guest it's like <laughs> jesus you can be a bad house guest or you can rape him you can't do both if no. you do both you gotta die Right. Man, do you think this is a one-time thing? The only time he's going to kill? Uh-huh. Yeah. You think? I don't think he has a taste for it. You think maybe, though, like Tales from the Crypt angle? It just seems like this makes sense, right? Because he has this, uh, he keeps, uh, like, moths and butterflies under glass. He's got some sort of a fascination with roadkill. and I really feel like it's very specific to Zach being a fuck, though. He went through the trouble of making this chamber. You might as well. Yeah throw a couple no shrimp on the bar really he seems like a sociopath he has no personality you know he allows his life to be dictated and puts up with it and and zach even says like do you you want me to get out of here and beat your ass you gonna get off on that shit is that what this is i'm begging for my life but maybe i should just fucking kill you and fuck you up or whatever and he turns it off because he's like almost sexually excited and that's what you don't think he's scared he's scared but i think he's like titillated really and he's just he doesn't know what to do with it Uh, i don't know maybe that's just me because that's what i am i'm robert mars did you like that guy robert mars guy the actor yeah yeah it's not very good but also it's not very good but also you said good didn't you i did (laughs) and then i tried to correct myself and you called me on it (laughs) now you gotta leave all this shit in i got a spider on me yeah it's not that the script isn't very good i mean it's not stupendous or anything really to write home about but what do you all right what's your your score well for rada's performance even though it is very brief and it really isn't much going on i'm gonna give her a six yeah yeah six i was gonna go with a seven but i don't know man i'm gonna give her a six she she honestly she probably deserves a seven for the the shove down of the head because i man i tell you i'm gonna watch that on my drive home (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i feel like she delivers and and her performance is good absolutely i wish she was in it more she's a little sex kitten and that Mm -hmm. that aspect really feeds into the character but yeah they're just yeah it's in and out so you're seven i'm six well i was gonna go with a seven but i i, I said i went with a six. Oh, so we're double sixes 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Should I rewind the tape? No. What do, you, much for you? <laughs> what do you want to give this fucking movie a score of? Gosh, I don't know, man. I'm going to give it a five just because I don't love it. I do hate it. <laughs> but I also kind of like it. Yeah. If for no other reason than much like happiness, I haven't seen anything like this. I don't know if it necessarily handles the material the way it intended. I can't imagine it did. I feel like it couldn't find the pulse for that subversive, weird comedic angle. Mm-hmm. I, I can feel it's supposed to do that, but it's not doing it. No, it's flat. Yeah. You're not. A lot of air hissing around in this movie. I give it four. Okay. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I liked it. And then I was like, what? And then I was like, no. Yeah. And then I was like, Ugh, whatever. But then I was like, ah, man, I'm glad I watched it. I never would have sat through this fucking thing ever in a million years. You know, I think my my happiness that I watched it is almost entirely based on that Tales from the Crypt feeling of the gallery at the mm-hmm. end. Four. It's a fucking four. Solid. So Tuesday, we'll do Sleeping Beauties, the 13-minute short. Okay. That's oh. A, that's a bony. That's not the one she directed. No. Okay. I don't think so. And then our next real release, next Saturday, Everything Put Together from 2000. It's mm-hmm. about parents. I've been Jason. No. No? Uh-uh. Okay, what do you got? Well, first off, yeah, we're on the Instagram. Oh, goddamn! Yeah. We're on the Facebook. We're on the Gmail. Yeah, at all of them, we do in filmographies. Right, and right? Reddit too. Reddit too. Yeah, uh, we are also on the 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 shitter. Yeah, do filmographies. Yeah, you can do that. And we got a hotline seven six three six three four one eight nine seven. So you can call us right there. Thank I, you. I normally don't do these things, but. Somebody's got to be the adult. <laughs> Rate us, like us, get tattoos of us <laughs> around your nipple. Okay. You know? Nice. Don't put us in boxes. Oh, please no. And kill us. I mean, maybe me. I might be into that. But You want to be killed in a box? Kids, you know, if one of us has to be. I mean, I think if either of us is ready for death, it's probably me. Yeah. Take Jason. <laughs> Jack, if, if it's been 20 years and you're listening to this, you I this. say that because of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's been Jason. And he's been Jules. Arrivederci, baby. And the Australian bimbo? Sophie. Left months ago.